what's everyone i'm sydney goodman i'm kate franklin and this is an episode of shut up keep going a podcast where we explore, we our, explore internet our internet curiosities <laughs> um happy valentine's day I know, same to you. Thank you. I feel like Valentine's is such a weird day, especially since yesterday was the Super Bowl and the Rams won. Speaking of. I know. How was it? Yeah, so <laughs> I went to the Super Bowl. Fucking wild, dude. It was crazy. It was like, it. I mean, okay, so I've been to like playoff games before, but I've never been to like the last game of a season. Oh. <sighs> oh. <sighs> <sighs> It's just like so intense. Wait, are you frozen? <laughs> oh no, you're here. Um, it's just like the energy in the stadium was nuts. And the fact that the Rams won and then it being in LA and I feel like everybody was just like so excited to celebrate. It was unreal. It was honestly crazy. And also wow. I feel like I saw a lot of, I feel like this is like such a generic description, but it really just was like, it felt like a dream. Like when I woke up this morning, I was like, I'm confused. Was that real? Just because it yeah. like felt so stereotypical, like what you thought it would be. And it totally was that. But also I feel like there were like a lot of celebrities everywhere. And it was like really weird because they're just people, which I feel like you know that. <laughs> but then like you, like I was like talking to, what's her name? Julianne Hugh, is that Moore? her name? The oh. one that dances. Huff. Huff? Yeah, the one on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, and I didn't even know it yeah. was her. I was just, like, talking to her, and I remember I was, like, looking at her and kind of being like, oh, this lady's, like, she, like, looks familiar. Like, maybe I've met her before. I don't know. Um, because, you know, we meet a lot of Alex's, like, boss's friends, and that's how we got to go um, was through Alex's boss. And so I just assumed, like, oh, like, we probably just have met her before. And I was just talking to her, and she was talking about, like, all the stuff that she was doing or whatever, and then – I was like, wait, what was your name again? And she was like, Julianne. And I was like, oh my God, I think I'm like connecting the dots. Like you're a really brilliant dancer. And she was like, are you like, are you famous? <laughs> well, I was like, I'm so sorry if this is so weird, but I'm just like now realizing what you're saying and like that, like you looked really familiar. And she was like, no, it's not weird. Like totally cool. And I was like, oh, okay. She was like so nice and just like a normal person. And then there were other celebrities who like, I will not name, but I got chewed out um at the after party. a celebrity or <laughs> yeah well it wasn't what it was happened? me and this guy so at the after party we were um we were like the trophy was being like passed around I don't know how it ended up at the party but like the trophy was being passed around and people wanted to take pictures obviously I mean I got my pictures I get it like you want a picture of it right but yeah. also I feel like it's like your picture's not going to be perfect. Like you're in a dark room. It's a party. There's people everywhere. And this celebrity who should not be named is standing there getting a picture taken. And like me and this guy were behind her like kind of like <laughs> like we weren't totally photobombing her on purpose. But we were like having a really exaggerated conversation because we knew we were in the background of her photo. But also she's like not like a huge celebrity. So like I only like know her because I recognized her face and I'm really good with faces the guy that I was talking to like didn't know who she was so we weren't even like trying to like be annoying because she was famous we just like thought it was funny and so we were in the background like and she it finished taking her pictures and looked at it and then she walked over she like stomped over to us and she was like I have to take my, retake my pictures because of you guys you guys need to like understand that like I need to get a good picture of this and da 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 and and I was just like girl it is not that serious. Like, this oh is a photo. God. Like, if it's that big of a deal for you, like, then you need to figure out how to Photoshop backgrounds because, like, you're at a party. Wait, can you message me who it was yes. so I can know? Okay. <laughs> and she seems really <laughs> unassuming. That's <my> privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. She seems, like, really unassuming. And, like, like, I wouldn't have looked at her as, like, a famous person and been like, oh, that lady, like, definitely has something up her butt. But, like, mm. Kanye is right about the celebrity media empire. <laughs> for sure. For sure. It also is interesting because, like, you guys, I feel like, well, Kate definitely knows. I don't know how much everybody who's listening knows. But, like, I'm not really in the party scene. Like, I enjoy going out. And, like, it's something that I'll do, like, once every so often. But it's not something that, like, I even think I'm capable of keeping up with regularly. Yeah. Like, it's just very physically and honestly kind of emotionally draining. 
But I feel like after yesterday, and it was such a like privilege, both in the fact that like I recognize that this was like an incredible once in a lifetime opportunity, and I'm so grateful. And it's like we had amazing tickets, and we got to like go to all the parties and stuff. I feel like I don't know. Afterwards, when I woke up this morning, there was this like hinge of not necessarily. I mean, maybe it is sadness, but it was this hinge of just like, oh my gosh, I'm so lowly and normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're like. I mean, you could, you could, if you want me to be your therapist for a second. Be my therapist. You you could turn, invert those thoughts and say, actually, that crazy celebrity life is normal or like isn't, not normal, but isn't more than I think it is. Do you know what I mean? Because you experienced it and you were like it's crazy but also like I was there and it didn't change my life in a crazy way yeah I I see what you mean yeah I I think it's like twofold I think on one hand like I could totally see how you get wrapped up in that because it does make you feel really important and very cool and like you're just like like everyone's like rubbing elbows and like like everyone's like super beautiful like the number I've never been in a room with more Victoria's Secret models than I and I like and I don't know that I ever need to be because I just felt like I looked like a gremlin but also they were all really normal looking but like there were so many of them just like everywhere and I think that it's just like I don't know in my head and I say this as like a shallow person who I talked to some of them and they were really really nice and I didn't talk to all of them but like one they're just people but two just like it's just weird to think about there being like just like a bunch of hot people around like wealth and I think that's really interesting like that got me thinking about like wealth and power and like why is it that like pretty like aesthetically pleasing people end up around that yeah like that I just thought was really interesting and I don't know that there's like necessarily a morality tied to it but it's just really interesting that if you have like wealth and power and like access and like the social climbing I don't know I just feel like I forget that that happens so often in LA and I was like around and I don't say that as somebody who's like above it I was so I was soaking that up you guys I loved every second of it it was so fun (laughs) but I feel like then like coming back and you're like back to reality it's like oh okay like it's like normal life and like you know that most of the people at these things aren't celebrities and they're not like have just like incredible means of wealth that will never deplete um and so it's just it's in it i'm i don't know if i'm speaking coherent like complete thoughts but it just really got me like pondering and thinking about that side of la and that side of like happiness and fulfillment and how like last night i felt very happy and like fulfilled and it was a dream but then also it like it's not sustainable and it and I could totally see how if you're really wrapped up in that, then the rest of your life just seems like, like, well, that's why like a lot of celebrities are deranged and like have to do drugs all the time. <laughs> no, totally. Like I, not to be like, I spent one night or like one, like half week, like going to Super Bowl parties. And now I'm just like, I totally get how celebrities feel. But yeah, like I, it just, it, it's like this like fake thing where everything's like really heightened and per- and perfect and you're getting like true special treatment or whatever and then it's like oh whoa like now I'm back to my life which is also amazing but if you're comparing the two the other things like fantasy like I don't think that anybody like maybe like a few people actually live that way all the time yeah but probably not I mean everyone has to like pee and <laughs> brush their teeth (laughs) right (laughs) I mean right yeah yeah um so yeah super super interesting but it was really really fun it was so fun oh my gosh and we got to touch the trophy which we took pictures with it and I felt um you do you feel like some sort of winning magic was like you absorbed a little bit kind of yeah I thought it'd be a lot heavier here, wait, I should, I'm going to like, oh, you like full lifted it. Yeah. Wait, ignore that picture. What if they let people do that? That feels like. Right. Well, it's because we were, um, well, like I said, I was really surprised. Oh wait, I can just do this. That's sick. That's, I don't know why I said sick that way. Um, oh wow. Happy Valentine's ladies.
have a glass of wine on me <laughs> thanks that's Allie. nice thank that you really nice. <laughs> um yeah so we took pictures with the trophy wow <laughs> and i don't know if it's getting like your wedding out, but... picture <laughs> right <laughs> we're champions that looks as good right um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were really excited. Uh, no, but so I don't know whose trophy or where, like, I don't wait, know. The other picture is back. Oh, yeah. Wait, one second. Sorry, guys. I'm like all over the place. What's <laughs> happening? It's okay. Um, Where did that picture go? There it is. I, <laughs> let me put it to the better one. <laughs> um, Yeah, we got to take a picture with the trophy because we were at Alex's boss's suite after the game. Um, and so obviously Alex works for the, the family that owns the Rams and they had the trophy because they own the team. Um, and so that's how we got to like mess with it. But I feel like I'm confused as to how it ended up at the party and that just sounds really stressful to me. I don't know who was in charge of like making sure that that thing came home and didn't get like dropped or something. <laughs> There's probably like a tracker or something on it. Where was the an party? Just, like, in the, There's like an in air the tag on the thing? Uh, no, it was like, there was just like another location. Um, okay. That they, There's like, like random kid that was in my grad program was there and he's like, one of those people that I don't think has ever worked in his whole life and is just like always chilling totally. in like Beverly Hills. And I'm he was at the Super Bowl and he was so close. I was like, what? <laughs> like how even? Because it's not that you're you don't deserve to be there, but I get why how you because the Super Bowl is like a huge deal. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like you had like a connection to be there. Totally. But like aren't tickets like um, like so expensive? Tickets are so expensive. Like I want to say because <laughs> Alex and I, we did have the conversation as to if we weren't going to get invited, if we spend the money to go just because like we're Rams fans, like the probability yeah. of the Rams playing and their own super like a super bowl in, in la just feels so slim that we were like okay like let's look at like what would it look like if we decided to spend the money and just buy tickets and for like the tippity top like worst seats um i want to say they were like five or six grand a ticket we should and so if you're like down on the ground like on the bottom <laughs> I mean, like, crazy the, the seats. So, like, if you look at... Oh, it's not in the... Yeah. So, like, these seats, um, Alex and I looked into them once because we wanted to take my parents. And um, to my understanding, the reason why they're so expensive or they end up being so expensive is because it's all, like, seat licensing. So, it's, like, season ticket holders who are selling their tickets. So, it's, a re like, a second um. secondary market. And I want to say it was, like... $1,200 a ticket for just like a regular ass game so for the wow. Super Bowl I truly truly cannot <laughs> even fathom how expensive that it's is like the economy of a small country no totally <laughs> like it's such like a monster of I'm sure like everybody's making ton like there's just so much money in business yeah, in the Super Bowl. It's really crazy. But yeah, so Super Bowl, super, super fun. Super, super fun. Um, felt like a dream. Well, I feel very... Congrats. Thank you. I'm really excited. I can't believe that we won. It was... I don't know if you watched the game, but the game was like very stressful. <laughs> we turned it on because we were like, oh, maybe we should watch the Super Bowl. And we watched it for like five minutes. And both of us, like... Not that I don't like football, but we also were just like in a weird mindset and we had been watching it for like five minutes and we turned to each other. And I'm like, I haven't, my eyes have been looking at it, but I'm comprehending <laughs> nothing that's happening. So we turned it off. Yeah. But I, I also went to bed at 6.30 PM last night, which I've never done. Oh, that sounds really nice. I went to bed at <laughs> like 4 so a.m. Nice. Oh my God. <laughs> which I, I understand why I don't we push do. the stream back. <laughs> yeah, everybody. We push the stream. Usually we're live streaming at like 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. And now we started like a little after two because I was yeah. like. You need to, I need you to, need rest. to rest in I your, in your rest. win. In my win. <laughs> uh, how was Joshua um, Tree? You were on vacation. Right? It was. Yeah, it was like a night away. Um, actually, similarly 
to you holding that trophy, I also got to touch greatness. Oh. Good segue, Kate. <laughs> they were showing um, Punch Drunk Love, which is one of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies mm-hmm. with like an old like uh, Billy Wilder movie. Um, and he was there, Paul Thomas Anderson. And oh, my like gosh. My absolute I know. Boy. Like, I love him. And I was like, I'm going to get there early and like get close up because he was going to introduce it. Uh-huh. And I like knew like I was like, I've been to stuff there before and they kind of just like shuttle the people in and out. So like people don't mob them. But this time I like went up to go to the bathroom and I like look up and he's standing right there just like with his daughter. And I was like, <laughs> and like everyone, I love this man so much. Like he's the one person on earth that I would want to meet and hang out with. Like I didn't get to hang out with him, obviously, but he's a one, one person that I would like, I need to, if I saw him, I would go say hi, just cause like, it would be important to me in my life history. So and so I went up and I was like, hi, um, thank you so much. <laughs> and he was like, okay you're welcome thank you (laughs) it was like so weird but I like shook his hand and I was like oh my god I can't believe that just happened to me and I honestly feel like I mean you kind of make your own destiny but I was like that feels really symbolic to me that I like got to shake his hand it was like a very big moment in my life wait that's that's sweet I I, like cried after (laughs) I mean yeah that's like so like meaningful to meet somebody who's had such a huge impact on your life I know and then he like went up and entered the movie and he was so cute and I was just like wow what a guy so that set a good tone for the weekend because then we drove out to Joshua Tree the next day like early in the morning and had a very crazy trip I'll just say that (laughs) And then, which is why I was really tired yesterday, because it was a huge experience and it was really nice. It was so beautiful. We stayed in this crazy house that was like, it's called the Melt House. Mm -hmm. And it like is so, it's like overly decorated in this really crazy way. And it looked out to this home. You should look it up. It's called the Kellogg House in Joshua Tree. And it looks like a, it. it looks like a bat layer or like a, like Batman's like desert layer it was so crazy um but it was fun let's see it wasn't as there's not as much memories i can share publicly than the the super bowl but look at that it was like right below that and so and like it seemed it's crazy that's so nuts looking that's so cool i know yeah wow it sounds like Um, we both had cool weekends yeah so this week we're talking how to con yourself into the olympics oh cool uh there's i've really been wondering this yeah well this how-to guide maybe you too can con yourself into an olympic event um let me take some notes yeah please please do so i don't really know where to start because if i'm honest i like basically saw this whole thing about this story her name's elizabeth swaney um, and she was in the Winter Olympics in 2018. And I was like, ooh, this is so interesting. I want to learn more about it. And then I tried, and there's just, like, not that much information, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> okay. So um, we'll talk about her. And then I kind of, like, just pulled out a few little other random things that I thought were interesting about the Olympics. Um, so. You know what the skill in bobsledding is? The skill in? Like, is it like you're steering it? Is that oh, how do you, you train? Mean, like, what's the skill? Like, what is yeah. the like set? No disrespect. I'm I'm just yeah. I really it's so effortless that I'm like, I don't know. So I'd imagine there's probably like a universal strategy. And so it's like perfecting that whether it is like weight distribution or like, mm. you know, don't they like sprint it onto the track? Like they're like yes, running yes, and then yes, like so. they jump in. Like if I remember from the hit Cool Runnings. That part uh. is really crucial, I think, because it like sets your whole run up. And I think there's like different strategies and like technique to doing it really clean. I believe. The audience knows, yes. Um, cutting the corners, steering. Yeah, cutting corners, steering. So I believe that's like the bobsled. Also, if you haven't seen Cool Runnings, you guys. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Clean movie. It's so, it's such a good movie. Um, the Jamaican bobsled team, which is kind of honestly like, 
along the similar lines of of this where it's like well maybe not at all because i was gonna say how like a jamaican bobsled team like jamaica doesn't have snow um and so that's like kind of the oxymoron of having like a jamaican bobsled team like compete in the olympics right it's because it's like well how do you how does that happen um and so in the 2018 winter olympics in pyeongchang is that how you say that no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're going to pretend. I'm pretty sure that is how you say it, but I'm not sure. There was a free skier. Her name's Elizabeth Swaney, as I've mentioned. And she, like, was so amateur. Like, she, like, wasn't good at all. Um, And so everybody was kind of like, what's this lady's deal? Like, how'd she get here? Why is she in the Olympics? Like, it's like, let's, let's, like, watch. I found a Twitter video of, like, one of her runs. And I feel like. It's two minute clip, but it definitely feels worth it to um to show you guys because it's kind of just okay. one of those things where you're like, how, why, what's happening? Set yeah. the whole okay. Elizabeth. From Hungary. Let's go, Elizabeth. Out of Where is she from? Hungary. California now. Hungary. Thirty fourth in the World Cup. 13th oh, in the yet. half pipe at Secret Garden earlier in the okay. year. What can she deliver on here Ooh. in Pyeongchang? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be, like, doing tricks. <laughs> yeah, I was on I was like, Like... <laughs> Like she's literally just. I love this though. I love it so much. <laughs> she did a little much. trick there, but so yeah, she she's getting it. For those of you who aren't yeah, now watching the video, we will post it. It's gonna be in the YouTube cut. Um, but look how pissed that lady looks. She's like, "What was that?" Um, but basically, it's like half pipe. And this lady literally is like, think of like, granted that she's skiing in this video that we're watching, but like, think of like Sean White when he's doing half pipe, like you're building up speed yeah, and then like, you like... kind of like take off on the side of the, like on the edge and like do a trick or whatever, or, you know, spin move and stuff. And um, this woman is kind of just, and by kind of, I mean like she's just giving the bare minimum, maybe even like a little bit less than that. Granted, she's not falling or anything. Like she's making it to the other side, but she's literally just, think of like, she's doing just a tad bit more than if she had just literally skied down the middle. Like just like only a little bit more than just skiing down the middle of the half pipe. Uh, yeah, it's like if she was on, if she's, was on like a month skiing vacation and they had one of these and like she just like skied every day this would be like the thing she would show her parents at the end of her trip do you know what i mean honestly i think she might even be better at the end of the trip than like what it's wow. looking like right now like i'm like so confused so that's elizabeth swaney um she had As something about it really i just love it a lot there's this movie called just to quick aside there's this movie called nashville it's like one of my favorite movies of all time and it's about country music like in the 70s mm -hmm. and there's this part where like after a whole movie of like amazing singers they show this one girl who's like trying to break in to the music scene and she sings and she's so bad but not like it like exaggerated bad she just like is completely tone deaf and it really was like honestly like really good entertainment because i feel like it's so rare that you watch something and someone's not like aggressively bad and not like super good but just kind of like bad yeah and i really was like that's like feels like untapped territory to me <laughs> <laughs> and this really fits the bill of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so she um she made it <laughs> to the Olympics. I mean, and something I wanted to talk about after we talk about this is like, do you agree with this being allowed sort of a thing? So I guess keep yeah. that in mind as you're listening. But so she had been freestyle skiing for five years and then was like, okay. I should like take this global. <laughs> like I should be in the Olympics <laughs> for this. <laughs> okay. and um she was a 30 i don't know if she was 33 year olds when she com 
a third. I don't know if she was 33 years old when she competed or if that's just when she decided she wanted to start like try this out. But she's a 33 year old Harvard graduate and she knew she was smart enough. Her her degree from Harvard allowed her to use deductive reasoning and realize she was not good enough to make it to the U.S. team. So then she was trying to find some other routes and she at first oh, so she's not from Hungary. No. No, and actually, dang it, I made a note to try and look into, like, country eligibility, um, but I forgot. So okay. I don't actually totally know how that works, but let's just pretend, like, I'm going to make some assumptions here. because mm-hmm. So she first wanted to ski for Venezuela, which was her mom's okay. home country, um, okay. and then she decided to switch to Hungary, which is where her grandparents were born. So I think if you're, like... It's like if you have ties to a country, I don't know how many generations deep it goes, but I'm curious if like, for example, I could compete for the Philippines because my mom was born there. Okay. But like I couldn't compete for like Ireland maybe because like that's like my great, great, great grandparent. Yeah. You know, like I I don't, I don't really understand how they determine that, but she somehow. like citizenship? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you have to just have. I'm just gonna Google it, man. Um, uh, what would you Olympic country eligibility competition? Uh, yeah, no, that that was not a fruitful search, even a little bit. So that's fine. We're we don't need to know. Okay, we'll we'll just speculate. We'll speculate. We'll speculate, and also just take it for face value that she is from the United States, but decided to compete for Hungary because her grandparents were born there. Okay. Um, and so also though, skiing for Hungary gave her a better chance at meeting the International Ski Federation's requirements and thus to qualify for Olympic participation. So each sport has kind of like a a process or like a rubric for you to be able to compete at the Olympics. Um, and something that I forget, like gymnastics I think is a really for some reason I can like really conceptualize that but like you can be like there's like worlds right and it's like the global championship of gymnastics but that's not the same thing as like the olympics yeah even though both are global yeah um and so she what she had to do to qualify for olympic participation is she had to show up for a bunch of international events um complete her runs without crashing because i'm pretty sure crashing you just get like a like didn't finish and so you're not racking up points so she had to complete her runs without crashing and she could slowly score enough points and work her way up through the rankings um because i believe with the ranking system this is me like inferring things but i don't think that like every athlete goes to every event so she has the means and is in time i guess to show up to all of these events um and just has like a really good attendance record, I guess, and isn't crashing. Like, and even though let's say she's just getting like three points each event, um, if she goes to enough of them, eventually she can climb the rankings because she's getting three points every time she shows up. Um, and so a slope style judge, actually, I pulled a quote from this person and they told the Denver Post that apparently the number of competitors in like this specific niche of the sport um being a freestyle skier isn't super deep um they said it's like 24 to 28 women which was like like on a global level that's not a lot at all um and so Sweeney and I'm sure I'm curious if maybe she chose this sport on purpose because she knew that like the depth chart really wasn't there yeah. Um, but she she went to every World Cup for the sport. And this is the quote from the judge it says, quote, sometimes girls would crash. So she would not end up dead last <laughs> because she's like doing that. She's like not even putting herself out there really to crash. Like the bare minimum is being able to like ski. Um, Wait, so. Wow. <laughs> she's like, just don't crash and we'll make it through. That's kind of a good life lesson. But right. Also. What is her, are you going to get into this, but like, what is her intention? She just like, wanted to like, be in the I would like to be an Olympian. Yeah. She was like, I just want to like, be able to is do it. A, is it a bit or is it like, I seriously want to be an Olympian? My vibe from her is, I, it's not ironic. I think that she really wants to be an Olympian and she just seems like somebody like, I think especially because like Harvard grad, like, I feel like if you go to Harvard, like you probably care about accolades and care about like 
you know, that like country club kind of mentality of like, oh, I went to Harvard and like I'm a member of like Riviera Country Club and like, do you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like they're just, just like, that type of person yeah. who like really gets off on um, the Crimson Manor. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My question though is like, it's not a question, it's more of just a commentary. Is like, I feel like you will seem more accomplished and ahead of the curve if it's a bit rather than it just being like you doing it badly <laughs> like it's like that's like not that impressive to anyone like no one's thinking about like ooh, look at all these things she had to get through to get to the olympics <laughs> most people are just like why is this like random person competing do you know what i mean no, so if it was totally. a bit, i feel like it would be she would be kind of on top in the end i feel like if it's a bit that has like some sort of like commentary do you know what i mean yeah. like yeah, yeah totally. but i also just feel like it doesn't feel like she's like that deep like no offense to this woman but it just doesn't feel that deep i think she just was like oh like i want to go to the olympics so like i'm just gonna do whatever i need to to do it and that's kind of part of well here let me finish yeah, the information and then we'll get into that side of thing because i was gonna say that's kind of part of I don't want to say issue with this, but okay, we'll, we'll go back to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, so this is continuing the quote from the judge, the slope style judge. Um, it says, there are going to be changes to World Cup quotas and qualifying to be eligible for the Olympics. Um, and those things are in the works. So technically, you would need to qualify up through the system. And so I think he's mentioning or they're mentioning kind of the changes that are coming about due to uh this loophole this this woman kind of exploited um and so the year where she competed in the olympics which again was the 2018 olympic winter olympics um there were 24 quota spots and my when i read that i was kind of like okay so you're telling me that there weren't 24 skiers who were better than than that yeah um but here, here's the kicker, which I thought was really interesting. So there's 24, and I guess it makes sense, but 24 quota spots available for the Winter Olymp the Pyeongchang um, Winter Olympics in women's ski half pipe. But the spots don't automatically just go to the best 24 skiers. So there is a max number that each nation can send to the Olympics. Um, oh. And I, if I remember correctly, I for some reason didn't write it down, but I think it was four. So the example they gave was with a country like the U.S. where there's like a lot of like elite athletes and skiers and like there's definitely a culture of kind of like cultivating that skill. And I guess like, yeah, being like, oh, you're an eight year old who like has balance, like you're going to devote your whole life to this. So like, let's go. Yeah. Um, but so like a country like the U.S. would have to forego their extra quota spots so they could only put in like their top four athletes. And so if you apply that to you know, countries like the U.S. and other countries that have like a lot of qualified skiers and then countries that aren't using their quota spots, um, athletes pulling out due to injury. Uh, somehow they made it all the way down to Elizabeth Sweeney was ranked number 34 in the rankings. And so she she made it into the Olympics. I thought you said 24 or it's 40. Um. No, no, no. There is 24 spots, but I'm saying like if you look at the global rankings prior to this, she was ranked 34. I don't know out of how many, but she was ranked 34. And um, due to like the quotas for different countries and their only countries only being able to fill so many spots, the fact that other I countries see. didn't use all of their spots, athletes getting injured, it kind of like it it ended up making their way all the way to this woman. Wow. <laughs> um and so what i was saying that's kind of all the i was hoping i could have more information that's kind of all the information i could find though but is that it's like i'm not trying to be like a boring purist but i do think there's something to be said about the olympics and like competing at like the highest level and there being something very beautiful about like all of these countries coming together to for like friendly competition and that the comp there's an expectation as to what that competition is and um i say this as somebody who i'm not like an olympics like i haven't i've hardly watched any of the winter olympics that's going on right now um but i don't know it just I, it like rubs me the wrong way i don't like that like it feels very entitled to me that it's like oh i like am i mean i'm gonna make a lot of assumptions about this woman i did not do any research 
around her background, but it's like, if you were able to afford to do all of those international events and like send yourself to these, and I mean, I would assume that she's training at least a little bit, like that costs a lot of money. Um, and so I'm just going to assume that she kind of was like, okay, well, like I want to do this thing and like, I don't really want to work for it. So I'm just going to like figure out the easiest way for me to accomplish my goal, which like some people are like, that's sick. This woman is like so smart and crafty, but I don't know. There's something for me that I just, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I mean the thing, I think the kicker, the way that it's almost like indisputable that it's almost indisputable. I don't want to myself in here but that it's like not the morality of it is not great is because she's not even hungarian like she's not do you know what i mean like i just feel like that's really like i don't love that like is shitty she's an american citizen right yeah she's like an american and she's like using this like weird loophole of like a country that's not typically like a world power in these events and being like, well, I can get in through this like back channel. I just feel like that's like, that's kind of disrespectful to that country too. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, I wonder how hungry like felt about it. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they were like, Oh cool. This American, like we're going to get all this press or if they were like, Hey, wait a minute. We're not like, that wasn't even her second choice. Like, we're not, like, some, like, third choice for you to, like, accomplish your Olympic dreams. And she's, like, kind of embarrassing the country. Like, she's not even doing well for them. Well, yeah, and and going off what someone said in the chat is, like, she's probably super rich so she can afford to, like, dedicate her life to, like, flying to all these events and, like, spending all this time skiing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's freaking, like wealth nepotism i don't love that that makes me upset and so to balance things i will say though there's a certain amount of respect that i have for this woman like if we just go like roll the clip again while i'm talking about this like this has to be embarrassing like i if i like you could not pay me enough money to say hey sydney go go to the competition of like the highest level for this sport and like just do absolutely nothing like i would be so embarrassed well again that's why like it makes more sense if it's a bit but like she kind of got what she deserved (laughs) by like not being that good and like not being an olympic athlete but like being in the olympics anyways it's like yeah you're not gonna look that great Like, right like yeah i don't know yeah. it just this like i would be so embarrassed and then imagine there's like the olympic village where all the athletes stay and like everyone's just like chatting it up about how hard they worked and sharing secrets for recovery and like have mutual respect for each other and then they're it's just like elizabeth swaney and they're like what what are you huh like i wonder if she's like self-aware enough to be embarrassed or if she was just like yeah, I love that woman's face at the end of the she's run. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> Look at it. She's like, what was that? <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, what's up with Elizabeth, with Elizabeth, with the last name that starts with S being like weird, like con men. Right. Like, what's what's up the, with blood, that? the blood? The blood one? Out. What was her name again? Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Smart. Smart. Elizabeth Smart? Smart. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. No, that no. was the. Wait, was that her name? The, sh- Elizabeth the Smart, I think, got adopted? kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, she's fine. Elizabeth Holmes. Holmes, Holmes, okay. Elizabeth Holmes. So not just Elizabeth. Elizabeth in some, general. Some blonde Elizabeth. Let me just say, watch out. Watch out. Be like this. Did you watch that right. Elizabeth Holmes documentary? It's freaking crazy. The actual documentary or like the remake? Or not remake, like the dramatization, the one with, um, what's her name? It hasn't come out yet, has it? I don't know. Maybe it hasn't. Anyways, that's um, a No, but I've been wanting to read the book. It's really I'm sure, sure I'll watch the documentary. I just, if I remember correctly, we started watching it. And I do have, I do want to finish watching it. But I remember, like, I'm really bit weird about my throat. So, like, when people, like, like my throat and my mouth, I'm like very sensitive or with it. And so like if people like make like a farting noise from their mouth, even just thinking about it, I feel so uncomfortable. Like I can feel like my lips tingling from like if I were to have that, like make that noise. And I feel like with the woman's voice, how she makes it deeper, it like makes my throat feel really weird. 
And with her turtleneck, you're like, you're like, I'm being constricted. Yeah, it's like a lot. Um, and yeah. so maybe yeah. the book's the best option for you. Maybe, yeah. But I'm sure I'll end up reading or watching the documentary eventually. Um, but yeah, so this lady, I don't know. I, I, I don't love the optics on this, but I will say there is part of me that kind of respects the fact that she was totally cool with making herself look totally not good and a fool and just like being judged and she was like i'm just gonna do it anyways i mean if that's what you gonna do that's what you're gonna do um I don't know. I, i'd just be yeah i'd be interested to he- like hear about hungary's take like the country's take on this right right no yeah. i totally agree and i didn't look up look into that so everybody's sorry um but similar stories i thought that i like i ended up pulling a few different this reminded me of did you ever see the movie my parents love this movie and i think it's just like I mean, it's like the movie's fine it's with hugh hugh jackson is that his name Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Sorry. <laughs> I was out so late, you guys, last night. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna use that as my excuse. Hugh Jackman. It was him and that one guy. I don't even know the actor's name. He's like the Kingsman guy. And um I don't know his name. Ralph Fiennes. No 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 no. He's the younger guy. Kingsman. Oh. Let me see what his name is. Um what is his name? He's like the main guy. Is he Oh, he was in the um the biopic for um Elton John. Oh, um um don't say T- it. Oh, okay. I have it. Don't say it. Uh I know his name. Oh, you can just say it. Uh Taryn Egerton. Yes, that guy. I was this guy, guys. I was in no way going to ever guess that the guess that but anyways he has he was in that movie um eddie the eagle did you ever see it uh-huh. no i mean it's like a feel-good sports movie i guess i don't know my parents just really love that movie and i feel like there was a period of time where every time i was home there was like let's watch eddie the eagle and i was like mm. it's one of is it one of those movies that like everyone turns to their spouse at the end and they're like it was good yeah that's just like a category of movies yeah there's like you can fit a lot of movies in and if you say that it's in that category everyone knows the vibe that they're about to get yeah like yeah i don't think i would ever recommend it to somebody but also if somebody was like oh i'm gonna watch it i wouldn't be like "Ooh, you shouldn't watch that yeah yeah it checks out i guess um but so it's the movie itself is about michael edwards who's an english ski jumper in the 1980s um to be clear, <laughs> I am unclear as to whether or not, like, I think he, I don't know if he, like, just wanted to be in the Olympics or if he actually, like, like, I know that he worked really hard to quali- qualify and it wasn't, like a, like, a technicality sort of a thing like this, but it also was kind of was a technicality thing because I think the Olympics ended up, like, changing the rule set. Um, because he was this underdog ski jumper. He, like, didn't have any money. Um, he was, like, not in top athletic condition. They put he weighed nine pounds heavier than the closest competitor, which obviously, like, in real life, being nine pounds heavier is not a huge thing. But I feel like when you're competing about against, like, top athletes, yeah. that does make a difference. Um, he was nearsighted to the point that he had to wear glasses while he was competing, and so it would fog up and impair his vision. When And so it was just like... Poor and guy. I actually have a picture of him because he just, like, seems like... Oh, let me pull it up. He, like, the picture, I feel like, just feels very wholesome. And, that and like, he became, like, a sensation. Like, everybody loved him um, because he was just, like, there for the vibes. And he does, like, look like, like, he just, like, is, like, like, he's the definition of just, like, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, I love him. (laughs) Right, right. What Um, a jolly man. Yeah, he just seems like a jolly man. And I've never met him before. But the movie definitely depicted him as just, like, this jolly man who's just, like, wants to make it happen. Um, And so he did qualify for the Olympics and finished last in all in the events, um, which was, like, the 70 meter and the 90 meter jump and he scored 50 points less than the next closest competitor (laughs) so like not exactly like 
the biggest competition um, in the world, but you know, it's cool. And then the other sports that Wait, I- Wait, so he, he like was like, let me just recap. He was kind of good at skiing and like tried really hard and qualified enough to get there. Yeah. And so I think it's that I think that's kind of where I'm like a little confused how there seems to be like a nuance in either how the media coverage was or how the actual stories like did unfold between Elizabeth Sweeney and Eddie the Eagle, because I feel like to my understanding, Elizabeth Sweeney was kind of like, what is the bare minimum that I can do to get to the Olympics? Because I want to do that. Like, I just want to go to the Olympics to be able to say I could go to the Olympics. Um, yeah. whereas my understanding of Michael Edwards, who is this guy, he was this skier who like cared a lot about skiing and like loved it and just like wasn't all that great. Um, yeah. but he was just like, okay, like I'm going to like do everything I can and pull all the resources that I can and like, you know, hire a coach and just, like, work really hard to, like, qualify. And it was just kind of one of those things where he, like, he did qualify through a loophole because if I remember correctly, it was something where it was kind of similar, where it was, like, he just had to go to as many events as possible and, like, just, like, keep going to these events and qualifying. Like, he had to win, like, one competition. I'm totally going on memory right now, you guys. I don't know if this is the actual information. But it was something, like, he only had to, like, get above a certain ranking on however many competitions. And so he, like, went to all these competitions that weren't very big so that he could say he did that. Like, it was kind of, like, a loophole thing. But I don't know. Maybe... And maybe it's just the way that the media told the story that it's different and this guy seemed like a little bit more likable and the fact that he wasn't coming from like a ton of wealth, like he was just really driven by passion and like trying really hard. But I know that Britain was not happy about him competing with them. And then like everybody loved him and then they were like, oh, actually, like this is great. Britain also gave us Susan Boyle, so that's kind of their forte of of like they're the brand entertainers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I thought I just I thought that was really interesting because they seemed like two relatively similar. Yeah. Like the outcome of the stories are kind of similar, where it's like Elizabeth Swaney like did compete, she wasn't good, um, and it, everybody was confused why she was there, and that kind of was the same way with um with Michael Edwards. So, well, I guess in her defense, and to pull the feminism card, like, are we being more judgmental of her because she's young and blonde and a woman from Harvard? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, totally. Is that like one of the differences? But he's also from England. Again, I'm back to this Hungary, Hungary thing of like she's not actually from that country so that's why it seems a little bit more more nefarious to me but there's that whole thing with the olympics this year and i don't remember the woman but she's a skier also and she's from the united states but she competed for china which is her mom's home country Mm -hmm. china united states um olympics skier i don't remember her name um whatever i can't oh eileen goo i think her name is she's like a model also she seems very interesting but she said that she decided to go compete in china she's like very good and i want to say did she win gold she did win gold like she's like really good at the sport but she said that like there's more opportunity in china for her to like build a career than Mm. out of this than the u.s was more or less um but she was raised in San Francisco and her mom grew up in China. Oh, wow. So I don't know. I don't really know what the... Um... If you were to do at the Olympics, what would you compete in? Let's do winter and then let's do summer. Okay. I need to pull up winter Olympic sports. <laughs> I think I would do bobsled or curling curling bobsled seems really scary is it curdling or curling 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 Curling. Um, that one like at first when i was a kid i was like this is like what even is this why are they throwing teapot (sighs) and now when i watch it i'm like on the edge of my seat like this is really (laughs) 
Do you remember? Exciting. Did you watch a lot of um, a lot of Disney Channel when you were a kid? Of course. Okay, so they would do those little interstitials, right, in between um, in between episodes of things. And do you remember the one with skeleton, which I didn't even know that what this thing where they're like going. It's like they're going through like a bobsled course, but like on a yeah, 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 yeah. thing. And I remember there was one with this girl who like was competing or trying to or something. And she was just like, yeah, I do this thing and I like lay down on it. And then like when there's no snow, like I have like a a skateboard thing for it. And I remember being like, this bitch is crazy. Like, why would you ever do this? Like, I was a child and I was just like, absolutely not. This looks so unfun. And like, why would you do this? Uh, So I definitely wouldn't do that. But I do want to call out, I like this like visual representation of these. Yeah, let's go back to that. Actually, I might pick a new one. It's nice. Yeah. I think I'm actually on Deluge because that seems. Will you lay on it? Yeah, I love that. That seems so scary. I feel like I've always had a huge thing for um, figure skating. I don't know that. Yeah, love. I don't know. Like, it'd be cool to be a figure skater. But also, I feel like everyone I know who's a figure skater, I'm like, they're like kind of mean. Um, <laughs> it's all the training they have to do. Yeah, well, because I think that that's what I was going to say. I But I don't think I'd want to be an Olympic figure skater because that means that that's like, like it's such a cutthroat commitment you remember the movie blades of glory yeah (laughs) was that movie funny i remember it being so funny i remember it being really funny yeah it was really good concept for a movie yeah i remember it being funny um wait is there one where they shoot a gun too yes yes okay so what is that that? the the biathlon (laughs) okay okay so the biathlon is basically this is so funny so the biathlon is a cross-country skiing and rifle shooting event. Why? <laughs> which, yeah, which is just like, how, what, why? Um, and so, see, so you can see he has his skis and his little rifle. Um, so it's a cross-country skiing and rifle shooting event where your missed shots result in extra distance. Oh, actually, look, I have a picture for us of the biathlon. Uh, so the whole thing is you're cross country skiing and then you're rifle shooting. And when you do the shots, like if you miss your targets, then it results in like extra time or distance being added to your total. And the sport actually developed as an exercise for Norwegians as an alternative training for the military. Um, and so it was military skiing contests that were divided into four different like classes types uh one would be shooting at the mark while skiing at top speed how dangerous you're skiing as fast as you can and then trying to shoot at things like oh it's at the same time yeah (laughs) well maybe that the way that it was worded definitely made it sound like the like precursor to this version of it like that was what it was it's a shooting at mark while skiing at top speeds like that wow makes me believe that Oh, okay. So wow. Chad is saying that they're just BB guns, which I think is really which, like, funny. Is that I, it is was better. Like, but... Got to clear out the entire audience and press because <laughs> what if something happened? Yeah, I don't know why. When I was reading this, I just saw a rifle and I was like, oh well, obviously they're like live rounds. Like they just want to live life on the edge. Like they wouldn't even use blanks. It's just live rounds that they're just like shooting. Yeah. Like how do you train for that? Well, okay, someone said this earlier in the comments, but I want to highlight it to agree. It's kind of just like if like Nordic assassins, right? Like it's just like that's the combination of those skills. That's like what you would need for. It's and true. I, I'm curious if we could make one like a summer Olympic of like, you know, in Born Ultimatum when he's running across the <laughs> the rooftops. Yeah. And like, like maybe we could like do something like that where we – just like use like assassin movie skills in an Olympic event because that's like pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Who wouldn't want to watch that? No, it definitely would be entertaining. It'd be good for ratings for sure. Um, yeah. But so 
the four classes again shooting at the mark while skiing at top speed downhill race among trees a downhill race on big hills without falling and a long race on flat ground while carrying a rifle and military pack um <laughs> it's so funny so the first biathlon uh world championship was held in 1958 in austria and then in 1960 okay. it officially joined the olympic games and it continues to be an olympic sport Wow. Who won this year? Who won Do this year? Uh, let me see. I feel like it said. Um, biathlon medals update. Quentin Fillon Maylet wins gold in From Beijing France. in 2022. Good for him. Yeah, he looks excited. I would not want to be in a wintry forest with that guy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't know why, but like oh. this. <laughs> oh, is it like a GoPro on his head? I'm probably yeah. Cute. Oh no, this is women's Marte Alspu. I'm not gonna try and say her name. It's this. That's her name. Look at this guy. He's like, woo! Nice. She looks. Isn't there a triathlon in the Summer Olympics where they ride horses as part of it? Probably. I don't know. I remember seeing that this year, and I was like when did this start existing but yeah so i think maybe a cross-country skiing that seems kind of fun wow and like scenic i think maybe that's what i would do okay so then it sounds long really intense i don't think i want to do any of these if i'm honest speed skiing i want to do this short and scary one because then it's just like over adrenaline yeah i guess like gun to my head like sid you gotta compete in these olympic events or else yeah. I Huh, I guess maybe I don't want to do any of these. I guess cross country skiing. Okay. Is good. Okay. And then summer sports, do they have one for summer? I really like that that, that diagram. That visual. Summer Olympic sports. Um, uh-huh, they do. Okay, so summer has like a lot more. Look at that. Oh my god. So here, I'm not going to read them all out, but artistic swimming is funny to me. Oh, I love that. Because uh, isn't that just synchronized swimming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, badminton. Ugh, I love that. I love that. Ba- badminton is so underrated. I feel like, why does nobody... We like we should play badminton. We should That'd play be badminton. Fun. Okay. Writing that down. Um, oh, so mar- modern pentathlon. I wonder what does that mean? Sentence. They should give like a horses. That's the horse one. They have to ride horses in it. Is it's it just so intense? Is it just like equestrian? Like it's like the jumping over the barrels and stuff. Like or is it? I forget what they have to do, but I know it's like they're running and then they're <laughs> riding a horse and they're shooting a gun. It's like again, it's like kind of it's kind of like movie star cowboy <laughs> <laughs> competition. <laughs> um sailing rugby surfing i like the surfing this is nice yeah it's a nice um sport climbing i didn't know that was one of them i didn't either trampoline oh i guess gymnastics they like broke it out wrestling and weightlifting i think it'd be cool to be a gymnast yeah of course i mean that's the most fun to watch that's like the summer olympics version of ice skating yes yes um, I feel like, I don't know, I'd be happy with a lot of these, like, judo or karate seems cool. Yeah. What would you do? Um, I mean, the closest skill I have would probably be equestrian. Mm. okay so chad is saying a question is when they do the dancing on the horses i think i remember there being a whole conversation too over the um the question part of the modern decathlon or whatever because in the other one they do like jumping and they do well it was something about horse dancing i remember seeing an article where people were like is this ethical Oh, uh, I don't remember. I didn't. Re- I didn't click on the article. I just remember people being like, "We're forcing the horses to dance." Kind of silly. I don't know if I'm down. I feel so out of what's happening in the world because I'm like, wait, wasn't the Olympics this summer? <laughs> right. Well, no, it because it got pushed. 
Oh, so everything got pushed. No, no, no. Just the summer one, which is why the summer ones were so recent. And then now we're having a li- oh. the winter again. It's because usually there's like it's every two years. I see. Sorry, my lighting is getting very no, dramatic. Good. Um, which if the Super Bowl this weekend taught me anything, I don't know how much you were driving around, but like it was very obvious that there were more people in the city. And I feel like it was like only for how many days? Like Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, it's like a nightmare. And now I'm like, wait a minute. We're hosting the Olympics in like what? What was it? 2028 or something? Oh, that soon? Something like that. Yeah. Los Angeles Olympics. Let me look it up. Wow. Los Angeles is really going off with their major sports events. Yeah. 2028 Summer Olympics. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be. I wonder if I'll still be here. Alarming. I probably will be. Um, so yeah, and then the other one, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick was ski ballet. <laughs> Have you heard of this? What? No. It was an Olympic sport in, you could probably guess, the 70s and the 80s. Absolutely, it was. Um, I feel like the 80s to me seems like the height of the Winter Olympics. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. I also think it's really funny. Okay, so ski ballet was ballet performed on skis. Um, think figure skating, like they had spins, jumps, flips, and a two minute routine choreographed to music. Um, there was also pair ballet competitions, but it's just really funny to me because I feel like, I don't know if you've ever gone skiing or had skis on your feet. But you feel so uncoordinated and just like so like floppy and horrible. Also, we got an early yeah. sighting. <laughs> and ballet to me is just this like very like esteemed posture, like height of physical like control and movement. And the like why Absolutely. did I just cannot see this looking good? <laughs> Do you have a video? Uh, I don't, but we I can pull one up to know uh let's see what is this um ski ballet olympics um oh my god also y'all if you're listening to this um just the audio we do a live podcast recording on um on monday mornings um but also we sorry i'm like trying to do too many things at once but also um we put the videos up on youtube so youtube.com slash shut up keep going and you can watch the videos that we're referring to otherwise i guess you could just google it yourself listen to our expert um you know commentary so this is the ski ballet that we're watching right now um this looks like the calgary winter olympics and it is to music. I'm not, we're not listening to the music right now. Um, I don't, oh, because my YouTube, here it is. Oh, it's also German commentary. Interesting. So it's literally, it does feel very figure skatey. Yeah. Like it kind of just looks like really big figure skates. And it feels a lot more, um, what's the word? A lot more like. (laughs) It's kind of beautiful. It's kind of pretty. Wait, that was ridiculous looking just now, though. I mean. So they use their sticks. Like he like planted his sticks. Oh, that was impressive. He did a little spin move. But he, like, planted his sticks and did this little, like, spinny thing using his sticks for leverage. It's actually, like, some of this is really impressive. It really does look like, um... Whoa! I like when he goes up on it. Yeah. But it also, I can't help but, like, it's really ridiculous. I can kind of understand why they (laughs) stopped doing it. Well, does it look like he's at an incline? Like, is he at, like, is there slow? Like, that was cool, cool, I guess, but it just looks kind of dumb. So he, like, 
Yeah, I can't planted, tell if he's on an incline or not. Right? He, like, planted his ski poles in the ground and then used it to do, like, a flip. And, like, this seems like something that it's, like, if my ski to. instructor did this in front of me, like, some of these tricks would be, like, whoa, that's cool. But I don't think it'd be, like, wow, this man should be in the Olympics. Yeah, that seems a little... Like, it just is so ridiculous looking. Um, but yeah, so it was part of the freestyle skiing tours of the 1970s and 80s and then became an, and then was an Olympic sport uh, for the 1988 Olympics in 1992. And then after that, I don't know who meets and is like, hey, we got to get rid of this. But somebody met and was like, it's done. They're like, we're not doing that. Come on, guys. Um, but yeah, so that's that is how to con yourself into the Olympics, whether you want to aim for a sport that maybe is very specialized like the biathlon um or you want to take notes from elizabeth swaney um it's how you do it kate is having some technical difficulties it would appear okay i'm back she's back she's back um so yeah that's what that is I don't think she's actually back, but that's fine. Um, I'm not back. Because I don't know. I can you like, hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. I feel like, though, this is like the episode. So if you're having some some tough times, uh, we can just sign off. I could sign off. You can just give me the thumbs up. Okay, I can hear you back. I'm good chilling um but yeah thanks everybody so much for listening that is this week's episode next week we'll be back at our usual time on twitch 9 a.m pacific uh 12 p.m eastern um and you can find the image guide over on shut up keep going all one word on instagram um and again we post the the full recording with video and kind of the videos and pictures that we're talking about over on our youtube channel youtube.com slash shut up keep going so thank you all so much I really, really appreciate uh, everyone watching and everyone uh, giving us posture checks in the chat. I definitely need that. Um, And I hope you have a wonderful uh, rest of your day. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.